Light that Sparkfire Nation. JLD here with an audio masterclass on extreme crisis entrepreneurship, investing, and pressure management. Survive, thrive, and rise above coronavirus. In Fire Nation, to drop these value bombs, I have brought Lior Gantz on the mic. He saw his father's business go under three times as a teenager, and by the age of 16, nothing deterred him from becoming a thrill-seeking adventurer, businessman, and a contrarian crisis investor. Fire Nation, today we're going to be talking about what we can all learn from coronavirus, how we can thrive despite massive disruptions in our lives, how you, Fire Nation, can have your blowout year, and so much more as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. Clavio is the growth marketing platform that's helped more than 30,000 innovative e-commerce brands grow their business through more personalized marketing. See for yourself how Clavio helps brands own their growth by enabling them to take back control of the customer experience. Visit Clavio.com slash fire. Lior, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Hey, excited to be here. I guess the one thing that most people don't know is I met my wife um, when I was in a Humvee patrolling the border between uh, Israel and the West Bank. And she was on the radio telling me where to look for uh, some suspicious activity. That's how that's my first contact with my future wife. Then, then I wanted to see the face behind the voice um, in the base and uh We've been, um, you know, uh, together ever since wow. this was 2005, so 15 years ago. That's yeah. such a cool story. It kind of reminds me of the new Netflix documentary, Love is Blind, where they just have people talk behind walls to each other. They can't see each other. But then whoever they mm. connect with on a voice level, on a personality level, then they take things to the next level. So super interesting. You are way ahead of your time, Lior. I'm very impressed. Super cool story. And Fire Nation, as you know, Today, we're talking about extreme crisis entrepreneurship, investing, and pressure management, how to survive, thrive, and rise above coronavirus. So, Lior, before we dive into the main part of this interview of our conversation, okay. I know you put together something pretty special for Fire Nation, and it's free. So, why don't you share that? And again, Fire Nation, we're also going to give you a strong call to action at the end. So we will remind you at the end of the episode too. But I want to just at the very top of the episode, have you, Lior, break this down for us. I knew that you wanted something of value for everyone involved in terms of, uh, um, you know, financial and investments. That's where uh, my specialty is at. I'll, I'll, I can, exp uh, you know, I can go into detail on how I actually started investing when I was a minor. When I was 16, I got my parents to sign a waiver so I can start investing uh, due to my father's bankruptcies and the fact that I had to start, uh, you know, earning at the age of 13. But anyways, the the special report uh, that I created um, is at wealthresearchgroup.com. That's uh, where our free newsletter is at, uh, wealthresearchgroup.com forward slash virus. Um, it's an A to Z on what's happening right now with the stock market. As you've seen, it's absolutely taking a hemorrhage. Um, and uh, people are basically um, looking for what is the historical precedence for this virus. Have there been other viruses? Have there been other crises as uh, strong, as, as violent as this one? And 
what needs to happen in terms of the portfolio. So wealthresearchgroup.com forward slash virus. And the one I just I just published, um, especially before the show, is a wealthresearchgroup.com forward slash V1. V, the letter V, and then the number one. These are two must-reads, in my opinion, because they, they uh, incorporate so many graphs and charts um, that I just cannot uh, get into in, in, in a 30-minute show. So, Fire Nation, again, that's wealthresearchgroup.com slash virus and slash V1. Two must-reads giving you for free from Lior. So make sure that happens. And again, of course, we'll link it up on the show notes page you mentioned again at the end of the show. And let's just dive into it, Lior. What exactly can be learned from coronavirus? There are a number of types of crisis. Now, some of them are predictable, cyclical. They happen every once in a while. So you, you know to how to anticipate for them and you know what to do um, ahead of time, how, do, how you should live your life anticipating that every once in a while there will be rain, there will be a storm, there will be a hurricane, there, there will be something. Um, a flu of this or an epidemic, a p- pandemic at this magnitude, the last time it happened was 102 years ago. So for you and I, we would have to be students of history in order to know what to do and how to prepare for this and even to contemplate whether or not we should. Is it financially sound? Is it a sound idea to um, wait for this sort of an event? Should we live our lives anticipating, hey, there's been 102 years since the last one, should be anticipated? So I think with this uh, sort of uh, crisis, there was no um, uh, there was no forewarning. Uh, there was a forewarning if you were very alert, as we were on on our uh, newsletter back even in January, saying, "Look, this is um, unique. Four hundred million people are quarantined in China. This is not something that's uh, that happens every day. Not at all. This is bigger than SARS." And so there, there was a forewarning, but two, three weeks. And so you saw that many people did not take it seriously, did not go ahead of time to the grocery stores, et cetera, et cetera. So what type of crisis is this? This is an an unprecedented type crisis because we, John, you and I and and the collective society have decided that the authorities will provide us with all of the uh, suggestions and mandates and laws as to what to do, right? Uh, we could we could have decided as a society to play it by ear, right? To, to see what happens. Is this bigger than the seasonal flu? Is it less big? But no, um, this is a centralized um, from the from the top type of crisis management where you as the the individual have little to say as to um, uh, how society will handle this. But uh, as an individual, what you can do is you can control three things. You can control your leadership. Uh, in, in your own home and family, with your friends and with your uh, acquaintances, your circle of influence, you can control your investments and you can control your income. Um, so these are the three things that you can do, and you obviously can control your nutrition and health. Um, and those things, they don't need a crisis for for them to tell you how important they are. You know what I mean? You need to live your life in a way that you're always ready for this type of uh, situation. And and then on the flip side, 
there are things that no one can uh, prepare for. You know, uh, my partner says, I was ready for an earthquake because he lives in California. I was ready right. for an earthquake, for bank holiday, for it. But a pandemic, that's, that's you know, something that I've never thought would happen. I, I had this thing uh, done, this thing done. I, I, have drum, I have a drum of water in my, uh, in my backyard. I have this, I have that. But nothing prepared me for a pandemic. Um, so crisis management in this situation is very important. And I think um, going forward, many people will start to live their lives differently um, just because now they have it inside of their consciousness. Uh, we all heard about, or many of us have heard about the Spanish flu, but none of us have undergone that. None of us have seen what it is to be quarantined or curfewed or um, or seen what it, what it is to go from all-time highs for the stock market to a bear market in 16 trading days. That's the fastest in history, fastest top to bottom in history. So you're, this is historic times and many things will be learned from this. Um, one of them and, uh, you know, I think, John, this is a big deal, is the discrepancy, at least in my book, between the death toll and the actions taken. Yeah. You know what I mean? The 50,000 kids, literally 50,000 kids die every night when we close our eyes in Africa because they don't have enough calories to sustain the next meal. 50,000 kids a day. You have about half a million people in the United States alone every year dying from heart disease, smoke-related, alcoholism, etc. Um, and you have 40,000 people dying every year of the seasonal flu. Could you imagine if we closed, if we would report everything in the media in such a way as this is being reported? So I'm not, I'm not discounting um, the infectiousness. It, it is infectious. It goes through, you know, it's really easy to get it. But we don't know how lethal it is, who gets it. There are things that we can do before we shut down everything. And so I think books will be written about crisis management and how this is being handled uh, right now. It's, it's, it's almost uh, self, it's almost man-made what we're doing to ourselves. Um, and it's, it's a unique interesting social situation. I'm, I'm, and I hope I didn't go too long here. Lior, this is what I want to move into next because you've talked a lot about what's out of our control uh, per se, you know, what the government's doing and mandating and all these different things. I mean, there's only so much that we can do in accordance with that. So let's shift the focus right now to what can be done right now for us to become stronger from this crisis and just overall crises in general. Okay, so the first thing is the physical body, right? That's the one thing you can control. And, and what I like to say about the physical body, it's the one thing you almost can replace. You know what I mean? A lot of things you can, you, can, uh, you can have bad habits, you can have a bad marriage, you can have many things and you can do it, you can have a do-over. A bad career, you, do, you, you find a new career. A bad uh, you know, wife or husband, you, you find another one. But your body is your body. So... Make sure you sleep well, you eat well, you train well, uh, you relax well, you play. Do, you know, learn about your physical body. This is a great time to think about the worth of your physical body. Um, and, and what I like to do is I have a two-pronged approach. One, I like to, to, to learn about the complexity of the body, to see how an, an amazing machine it is um, in terms of uh, self-functioning and everything like that. And secondly, I like 
the, the practical part. What do I need to do in terms of uh, the, the five things? Sleeping, breathing, drinking, eating, and training. So um, that's what I really love to uh, make sure that I'm zoned in on, on a physical body. I think that's really key. Uh, the the uh, the younger generation like you and I and, uh, uh, are really paying attention to this. We we are in the midst of a uh, of a global wellness revolution, health revolution. Um, people like to stay in shape and would rather pay the costs of staying in shape than to pay the price for um, you know for having disease. Um, and, and I think that's a, a big shift in the world. Secondly, uh, in terms of investments, uh, you need to start learning what um, the investment world looks like because, um, and this is a, a, an important point, John, people are not living until 65 years old anymore. So this are, this uh, uh, temporary uh, uh, global uh, theory or uh, uh, paradigm where people will retire at 65, that's going to be over. In a few years' time, it's over. They will either postpone retirement punt it for 10 years or get rid of that idea altogether. Governments cannot sustain um, incoming taxes from the 25 to, four, to 65 year old and pay for everyone that's 65 and above. The largest growing age group in the world, I hope I said that right, is centenarians, people that are over 100 years um, old. You cannot let people work for 40 years and then pay for them for 30 to 40 years. The system doesn't function that way. That's why every government in the world is in record deficits right now. And we're going to see big changes. So um, in order to uh, make sure that you're ready, if you want to take your your, your uh, foot off the gas at some point in your life, transition to something else, not just work every you know every every day from morning to, uh, to, till night, you need to have assets. You need to have passive income. And therefore, everyone in today's world needs to know about investing. Uh, the old days of, of the company paying you the pension, they're gone. It used to be that the S&P 500 has companies that are there for 40, 50, 60 years. The average time that a company spends on the S&P 500 today is 18 years and shrinking. The world is moving so fast. Companies are getting disrupted. Industries are getting disrupted. People are changing four to six careers uh, in, in their lifetimes. I, I assume this, you know, podcasting wasn't your first career no. um, and, and, and for many people, John, this is a way of life. Every four to six years, they need to figure the things out again. So passive income um, and some of the stuff, uh, uh, some of the details on this, that's what we do on the Wealth Research, uh, the free financial newsletter. I talk about what I do personally because if you're in the stock market right now, that's one thing, but I have a lot of funds outside of the stock market paying me fixed income at six to 10% uh, yields. So whatever's going on, that's fine with equities going up and down in price, but still I have money that's working and paying quarterly or monthly that's earning six to 10%. Whatever I do, doesn't have anything to do with the market, uh, with the stock market, so that's critical. So I think that's one thing. And then you need to think about uh, what's called specialization or venture. So. There are, there are many reg new regulations right now that allow uh, people that are not accredited, so not high net worth, that, that don't have millions in the bank, to get in early and start up um, uh, uh, companies. And so you need to learn these niches because there you can really find the next uh, Facebook, the next 
uh, Uber, etc. Uh, very early on, before they're public, before the banks have diluted the the founders and have basically taken over the the entire company before anything happens. And uh, I think I think that is critical if you can find ways to do that um, with your income. Uh, right now, immediately look for the freelancer economy. So right when you Google the top ten. Uh, freelancer sites in the world and you open up uh, uh, an account with them with uh, five of them three of them whatever and you start seeing the prices that are paid by people around the world for basic skills you might all you might even think about the coronavirus as an opportunity to learn that hey you can work from home depending on your skill set there are many people making great income working from home um, through a freelance uh, economy and there, there's tons of demand. So that's a way to offset your, uh, if, you're, if you've been sacked by this or fired or uh, if you just hate what you do. Uh, so I think replacing your income or secondary income going forward, um, if you're in uh, one of those, uh, I don't wanna say dead end careers, but I wanna say uh, careers that don't offer exponential uh, explosion of skill. So John, there are many people with amazing skills and they're just in the wrong Big time. Um, career path, the, Big time. the wrong industry. They, yeah, they're stars, they're superstars, but nobody is has found them yet, and they're they they miss some component of uh, in terms of their character where they they are just not ready to make that big step. But if somebody would have um, seen their talent, they might have earned ten to twenty times what they're earning. So for those people. A second, a secondary career or a secondary income stream is big because that's where they can really shine. Now they have their base plus where they can take risks uh, with their secondary career. In Fire Nation, you mentioned the fact that, in Lior, you mentioned the fact about exponential growth and about you know potentially just doubling, tripling, maybe even quadrupling your income. And that's something that you actually did Every year for four to five years, Fire Nation, we're also going to be diving into how you can build an all-weather portfolio. And Fire Nation, two traits that every entrepreneur who wants to reach accomplishments have to have in today's world. We're going to break all of that down and so much more when we get back from thanking our sponsors. The most important relationship you can build in business is the one you build with your customers. And if you're wondering how to do that at the highest level, I have great news for you. It's with Clavio. Clavio is the growth marketing platform that's helped more than 30,000 innovative e-commerce brands grow their business through more personalized marketing. From a shopper's first impression to each subsequent purchase, Clavio understands every interaction, empowering brands to create more personalized marketing moments. We're talking digital marketing gold, email, SMS automations, dynamic website content, predictive analytics, and social retargeting. All of this is powered by your customer data and is all supported by Clavio. No wonder direct-to-consumer staples like Casemate, Copari, and Brooklinen can't get enough. When you have a 360-degree view of your customer, the growth possibilities are endless. It's time to move at the speed of modern e-commerce, and with Clavio, you can. Own your growth and take back control of the customer experience at Clavio.com slash fire. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash fire. So Lior, before the break, we kind of teased the fact that we're going to help Fire Nation recognize how they can have their blowout year despite everything that's going on around us because you have managed to quadruple your income every single year for four to five years now. So break it down. How did you do this? 
So the concept of blowout year, it's part of the uh, my first book that I just published. And if you go to wealthresearchgroup.com forward slash book, that's where you can download the, the entire free ebook because it's for, for the uh, month of March and April, I'm, ma- I'm making the book free to download online. Um, because of the coronavirus, everyone's at home. They're looking for quality content. And I want to make sure this gets into people's hands. And within it, I tell the story um, of what has happened to me. So I, I attribute much of my success in life to finding the perfect partners. Uh, so many people, uh, 20, 22, 24 years old, you're looking for how to start. And you're looking at uh, what is the right profession for me, which is an important question. Obviously, it has to do with your skill set. I went on and said, what is my, what is the, the perfect profession and who is the perfect partner for me? Maybe the profession is not something that's that important if I find the right partner. Um, and I think uh, in business, you really can do much better if you find one or two key partners share that share almost on, a, on, on, on like, a, like a soulmate basis, your, your enthusiasm, your commitment to wealth, to living a great life. And if you find those, that is uh, sort of becomes a nucleus for you. And you can um, not only quadruple your income, but quadruple your your quality of life every year because they bring so much things to the table as well. And, and here's something that I really want you to think about, John. Most people, when they do a toast at dinner, they say uh, to riches, you know, to, to my own riches. But, uh, you know, when, when I meet with my partners, what we toast is to making the other guy rich, to making the other guy wealthy. Because I almost think that on, on some level, uh, subconsciously, we almost want to make the other person uh, to show them we, we came through for them. And that's a very c- powerful idea. I hope everyone just goes to work every morning thinking that or goes to his business every day, thinks that and says, how can I make the other guy wealthy today? Um, and I think by derivative, you will help yourself. What happened with me is um, I, I, once I found the right partners, I found a way to monetize my skills better. And that's when it started going nuts. I think the second part is personality. Um, personality is really you. Uh, You are your personality. You can't hide it. And if you can work on your personality as, you know, some people say work on your personality for one hour a day um, or something like that. It's it's just not that that is not the way to build uh, your character. Your character is is 24-7. And what I think is better is to think about your personality for one hour a day. That's that is the key. But to execute, you need to execute for the rest of the 23 hours. You need to be really conscious of um, many things that come through your personality. I think the, the key ones are flexibility. You need to be able to be super flexible in today's world with people, with circumstances, with everything. Learn to be able to change your tone of voice, your facial expressions, the way you communicate, look at people, um, and show them fondness. If you can show that you like people, uh, genuinely and like to communicate and give people the, the entire attention when they talk to you, uh, it opens doors. It opens doors much more than the knowledge you bring to the table. Um, many people know a lot about everything um, and, and, and they're really smart, 
but they don't end up uh, making uh, building great lives for themselves because they're hard to be around, for example. So I think personality is key. And then the third thing is how to habitualize all of that. So um, don't have spare of the moment type days where you say, oh, this was an amazing day. And then for the rest of the six days of the week, you know, uh, dive into a cave. Uh, if you can habitualize the the key things that you want to be as a person, uh, as, a, as an entrepreneur, as a business person, as a family man, as a father, etc., if you can habitualize them for an 18-month period, whatever you want to accomplish, 18 months is that key um, period where it's it, after that it almost becomes a second, a first nature to you. It just becomes you. 18 months. If you can commit to that, then literally in 18 months from now you can you can be a different person. Lior, let's talk about an all weather portfolio. I mean, it's something that you've been able to do to manage some past crises, obviously not one of the size and magnitude that we're dealing with today, but it's important, you know, to be able to benefit both when things are going great and when things are going poorly. So, what is an all weather portfolio? First, like define that for us and then like give us an example of how we can maybe create one so that we can keep winning an overwhelmingly majority of the time. What happened to me was uh, when I was 13, my father's business uh, went under. And so I, I really had to uh, start earning because I wanted to do stuff. I wanted to, to be a teenager. So I, st- I started doing everything from painting decks to babysitting to um, coaching basketball. By 16, I had savings. And uh, the, the guy at the bank says, why don't you sign a waiver? And at 60, why don't you start earning money from your money, earning passive income? And that's how my investing career started, age 16. This is June 2000, so right after the entire dot-com bubble bursts. So time-wise, uh, luckily – a time after uh, the stocks have already uh, sank by about 50 to 60%. Um, so what I do, first of all, like I, I, I told you, I attribute you know, 30% of my success in life, in, in my opinion, to finding the right partners and 30% to finding the right uh, living and dead mentors. And uh, most of these came from books. I, at age 16, I literally uh, was reading three books a week. Um, I, I was just in my room reading and reading about investing. Luckily, I referred to the right books. And I've, I learned early on that it's much more important to have uh, five principles of uh, investing success that are timeless. And you will do much better over the course of a lifetime than being a great uh, uh, stock picker. So let me dive into the five principles right now. So the first thing is you need to have a proper diversification. Um, if if you're, it doesn't matter which age group you are. If you can diversify your portfolio between the stock market, real estate, which is uh, John is is it's revolutionizing right now because you don't need to own properties outright. You can do it through various uh, funds. And uh, it, it's, it's extremely uh, revolutionized right now, the, the real estate industry. Then you need precious metals, cash, private lending, um, and non-producing uh, assets like collectibles, etc. If you can diversify, that's one thing. The second thing is you need proper sizing of your positions. So if you're able to not go all in on anything, 
and are able to, with a lot of discipline, no matter how you fall in love with an, with an investment idea, have only a certain amount invested in it, you will almost certainly avoid catastrophe in your, even if you invest for 40, 50 years and go through hell um, in terms of like disasters that you can't control. The third thing after position sizing is, uh, is the, the way that you can limit each position. And that's done with a stop loss. So that's the third part. The fourth part is chaos hedges. How are you able to sustain problems that are catastrophic? Uh, and, and the fifth part is called a shopping list. If you are able to at any time to know the prices that you're willing to pay for the companies, for the assets that you love, then you're always ready. You let opportunities come to you instead of trying to predict where things are going. And that's uh, really important. If you can just wait, if you can just be patient and let the markets come to you. So one thing that I really wanted to end strong on were the two traits that entrepreneurs who continuously reach their accomplishments have in specifically today's world. So Lior, break those down for us. The two traits are one, being able to do much more than you're expected to do without expecting compensation or short-term compensation in return. Um, if you can go that extra mile as a way of life, then you, would, you will always be indispensable to either your boss, your clients, whatever you do in your career uh, as a way of life. Uh, I'll give you a short example, John. Um, my brother called me and said, look, how do I get f further in my career here in, in the company that I'm in? And I told him, why don't you create a plan for your boss, how to improve the company and, and just hand it in every month. Don't do anything else. Don't expect a salary raise or anything. So he does that for six months. And on the six months, on the, uh, on month six, the, the boss told him, that's a phenomenal idea. Why don't you open a new wing, a new department and head it. Here's your new salary, your new terms run with your idea. So for six months, it, 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 it was a waste of time because he's working hours and hours at the house doing this at, at month number six, boom, huge change. So I think that's key point number one, do much more than you're expected to do and don't wait for short-term compensation. And then couple that with uh, what I call um, a, a smile or a positive attitude. If you can do that, without looking like this is, uh, this is putting a toll on you. If you do that relaxed and free of all uh, attachments to compensation, don't look for immediate results from this, then that's the magic. That's where your personality starts to shine and, and um, it, the, the world around you sees that you're really about just creating a better result for everyone and not what's in it for you. If you can couple those, if you can marry those as, as, as ways of life, I think, uh, you know, big things are coming for, for each person who does that. So basically, Fire Nation, you just need to look in the mirror and say, am I ready? Am I willing to listen to Lior and to hear the things that he's saying and to hear the things that he's been doing that has resulted in him quadrupling his income every single year now for four to five years and actually take action, and implement this stuff into your life. So, Lior, you gave a lot of different ideas and strategies and suggestions for our listeners, Fire Nation. Give us one takeaway that you really want to make sure that we get from this entire chat that we had today. Repeat those great calls to action that you have for us, for those free guys that you have, your free book, and then we'll say goodbye. 
in my lifetime, my own parents have again and again doubted what uh, I can accomplish. Uh, they, they projected their own insecureness on or insecurity on me. And I think the one takeaway is that uh, you need to have these, these walls inside of your ego that nothing and no one can penetrate, no matter what. If you're able to build an inner wall, no windows, no doors, where inside of it, th this, this kingdom, you live alone, then you will be able to do great things. If you can be that uh, relentless, independent thinker where everything that anybody else says, you doubt, not uh, because you're impolite, but because you want to accomplish certain things and you only need to be concerned with how can I accomplish them and what do I need to do next? Um, it, it, that's my big takeaway from, from my own personal experience on this planet for the past uh, 35 years. So that's one thing. In terms of like uh, what we do, if you want to, if you want to uh, receive the newsletter three times a week where we talk about the macro economy plus what I'm doing with my own money, etc., you go to wealthresearchgroup.com and you subscribe for the for the newsletter. Uh, in terms of the virus reports, it's wealth it's wealthresearchgroup.com forward slash virus. The book is wealthresearchgroup.com forward slash book. And the 16 principles, you talked about a few of them, but the 16 principles, I put them together at wealthresearchgroup.com forward slash ME, so me. Um, and, and I hope uh, people, you know, take them up with a cup of coffee or uh, some tea over the weekend or whatever you guys uh, do to relax and, um, and just look at them, uh, look and see how they fit into your life if they do. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And hello, you've been hanging out with LG and JLD today. So please keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Lior, that's L-I-O-R in the search bar and his show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz. And of course, please take action and go get those free guides and access his free book and just make sure that you consume the right content, Fire Nation, which is what I'm bringing to you with episodes like these. So, Lior, thank you, brother, for sharing your truth, your knowledge, your value with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we will catch you on the flip side. Thank you, sir. Hey, Fire Nation, today's value bomb content was brought to you by Lior. And if you're ready, by the way, Fire Nation, to rock your very own podcast, you should check out my completely free podcasting course where I will teach you how to create and launch your podcast for, you guessed it, free. Visit freepodcastcourse.com and I will catch you there, Fire Nation, or I'll catch you on the flip side. Clavio is the growth marketing platform that's helped more than 30,000 innovative e-commerce brands grow their business through more personalized marketing. See for yourself how Clavio helps brands own their growth by enabling them to take back control of the customer experience. Visit Clavio.com slash fire.